Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience. Colette and Tom Miranda, welcome to the Center of the Universe. Hi, thank you. You're married. Correct. This is not a brother-sister thing, you're married. Uh, yes. And we're going to talk about Ashland Dance Academy and 110 Thompson today. Yep. Yes. Where do you guys want to start? Ashland Dance Academy. Ashland Dance Academy. Tell me about Ashland Dance Academy. When did you guys start? We established Ashland Dance Academy in 2020. Oh, wow. So this like, is our fourth season. Post-pandemic? Yes. What was it like starting a company during the pandemic? It was a little tricky to navigate, um, but it, it worked out. It really did. That's uh, pretty bold to do that. Did you have plans to, to be open in 2020, starting in 2018, 2019? No, um, I, I was working at Diane Hale teaching dance class, and because of the pandemic, that studio closed down. So I was able to take some of my students with me to 110 Thompson, which wasn't yep. quite 110 Thompson Ashland Dance Academy, and I was just renting space teaching my little students. And there was just so much interest, we decided that we just needed to make our own dance academy and that's how it started very cool uh, when you say students and you just said little students what are the ages well originally we started with just three to six year olds but now we have one year old all the way up to adults how old's the oldest adult roughly mm, that's a good question that is a good question uh, maybe 65 we'll, we'll say we'll say 60 still in the 50s we'll be generous <laughs> we'll, we'll say somewhere in the 50s who's a better dancer the 50 something of the one-year-old <laughs> you don't have we, to we haven't had that dance off yet, but that's a good idea. We'll make a note. I, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Have you ever videotaped the one-year-old dancing? That's got to be amazing. It's cute. It's a mommy and me class or a parent okay. and me class, but yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they're very precious and it's very hard to get them out of the studio because they have so much fun. That's awesome. <laughs> and you have passion for dance, I'm guessing. Absolutely. How long have you been in the dancing arena? Since I was nine. Okay. So you were a dancer yourself. Yes. And you kept that going All till now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's awesome. How long have you been teaching? Um, since I was 15. So if I do the well, math, you don't, right you now, don't need to do the math. More, more than a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. I'm also a school teacher, so it's just been a very cool. Oh, so you're busy. Yes. You teach locally? Yes. Private or public? Public, Hanover County. Okay. My wife's in the uh, Hanover County public school system oh, as well. And I still have a kid in the, in the school system. As do awesome. we. Yeah. Yeah. How old are your kids? Uh, we have three. We have an 18-year-old and a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. Wow, okay. So pretty busy times. Yes. 18 is very different than 12. Yes. I imagine. Okay. Yes. And the 18-year-old just left for college, which means our third driver left the house. Which, That's a bummer. Which <laughs> is a I feel like bummer. we're moving backwards <laughs> in terms of our abilities to manage things, but it's all good. Where does your uh, child go? She's uh, she's admitted to University of Delaware, but doing her first semester abroad in Madrid right now. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah my daughter's going to do that uh, in the spring. She's going to Brighton, England. Oh, oh so fun. fun. Are you guys worried about her at all? Initially. Jealous, mostly. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> That's Initially. a good way to be. Yeah. A, a little bit. I mean, a little bit, but I don't think anything less than sort of normal parent concern about your child not, you know being where she's where you used to her being every year every night for the past 18 years right it's a little Next weird years. that's a little weird yeah but she's there now she's there now yeah, yeah that's really but, cool you know communication is great um the school's great we've gotten good support so far it's only been a couple weeks she's she hit the ground running made friends she's got you know figured out the neighborhood where the stores are at where to go get good coffee and good croissants and so yeah yeah that's great that's awesome for her all right what is it about dancing uh that's kept you doing this for 
more than a couple of years. The energy it brings to not only the people, but to the community. Very cool. Yeah. yeah uh, and so 110 Thompson, that's an address. Yep. It's also a, a building at that address. What does yes. that mean to you, Tom? Uh, it reflects our complete lack of creativity with coming up with a fun <laughs> building name like the depot. But anyway, um, it, the, the building itself and our ownership of the building really came, uh, caught us by surprise, if you will. Um, we, you know, we moved here from California in 2018 and we were just sort of still getting settled in our house and learning, you know, learning the neighborhood in the area and exploring Virginia and the East coast and all this stuff like that. And as this whole dance thing unfolded, um, and Diane Hill closed down and she picked up her students and was looking for a place to do that. She just kind of went door to door around the neighborhood and found that that building was being used as a, as like a ballroom adult mm. competitive dance, um, instruction studio called often dancing. So she partnered with, um, Brian, mm-hmm. Brian from often dancing to sublet from him and that worked out well for her. And then in the, after a few months, I think it wasn't very long. How long was it? Like a good year. Was it a good year? Had a good year. The the situation came up where the the cherries who owned the building before we did um, had had inquired to Brian about about buying the building and we got brought into the conversation and took some soul searching. We had to reach out to some people that we you know that we trusted that had experience in that commercial real estate space and I said, hey, you know what? This actually makes a lot of sense and I think we can make this work. Uh, and so we you know we took the dive and we did it. It's been great so far. Um, it's been a new a new whole new thing for us learning a lot about what it takes to own a commercial building and, and, but you know, it's a lot easier because she's so good at what she does and she's inside of the building that, um, it's, it's been a huge, it's been huge for us so far. One of you is there almost every day. Sounds yeah. Like. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you have other folks that, that use the space. Correct. Yeah. We have a couple other partners. Um, we have Ashlyn Barr who is run by Ashley Edwards, right? Mm-hmm. She so have classes on Sundays. I think we have, um, who else do we have? We have, we have a, art, a local artist, a local in artist, the Kathy, space. who mm-hmm. uses the space in the back as her art studio. Um, and she, so she makes her stuff there and then, and then has, uh, her stuff for sale down at refunk it. Right. No, no. Um, thrill the hunt. Thrill the hunt. Sorry. Okay. Wrong, wrong store. Thrill the hunt. <laughs> um, we have, um, who else? Christy, Christy does, does uh, art classes for homeschool students. For homeschool students. Okay. And then we still have Brian teaches, um, so he has his adult students too, um, from often dancing. So often dancing is, you know, still, still there, their name's just not on the side of the building. Um, but so he's still there with a very active mm-hmm. roster and when we're always talking around with people about how to make use of the building, cause we see it, you know, we've heard stories about what the building was in the past and, and we kind of want it to keep being part of a vibrant community. And so this year Colette offered, I think this is the first time you offered sort of like a larger, um, program for adults. And so we're, we're looking at ways to expand on that maybe have like, you know, like a dance party or a dance night or a, you know, sort of a dinner date, dance dinner date night, you know, come over and dance with us and go across the street to iron horse and get dinner or something like that. So just, just ways to, you know, give people more options. There's, there's a lot of good options at downtown Ashland already. Um, and I think we just, we slot right in with what's going on and sort of the general, the vibe that we get from the people that we encounter, you know, hanging out and visiting and meeting people. Yeah. My sense of the community is it's very mutually supporting. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, we I, love to collaborate. I, I will say that the support that we've gotten from the other downtown Ashton businesses has been extraordinary and actually was played a role in our decision to do it because we talked to a couple others 
around and they were just so welcoming and supporting and encouraging of it. We're like, this is going to be great. Like, let's just do this. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. You came from California in 2018. What brought you here? Correct. Um, part job, part looking for a change of scenery, change of pace type thing. Um, Southern California is very crowded and very expensive. And so that was just not what we were looking for anymore. Are you Californians originally? I am. She is not. I'm from Wyoming. Well, oh, wow. <laughs> yes. You're my first person I've ever met from Wyoming. <laughs> you need to get one of those maps on the wall with like stickers. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I have one of those in my house, actually. Uh, Cheyenne? Casper. Cas- oh, that's my but next guest. But I went guest. to University of Wyoming in Laramie. Okay. Uh, most famous football player athlete to come from Wyoming is Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills, right? Good to know. I did not know that fun fact. Sorry. <laughs> well, you learned it, so there you go. I think he's maybe the third best quarterback in all of football That's these awesome. Days. Sounds good. Yeah, and so Southern California for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, are we talking L.A. or San Diego? Uh, San Diego. Oh, yeah. San Diego's awesome. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I, I, I grew up in California, up and down the state, and I moved to San Diego for college um, in the 90s and stayed and was lucky enough to get work right out of college, right there in San Diego. And I love the time that I had there, but as you know, my priorities changed and I started having, you know, a family and, and what you're looking for shifts, it, it becomes a hard place to do that. Um, I was just there recently and the headlines on the paper, you know, in, in almost font so big, it took up everything above the fold on the paper was that the median house price in San Diego County was up to $1.3 million. That's, that's ridiculous. It's, it's like another planet almost. And, and, and that's, that's, those are the types of things that played in our decision of like, let's, let's look somewhere else. Um, and I had traveled out to Virginia a lot for work. We had other friends from Southern California that had relocated um, out this way and they all loved it and spoke highly of it. And so through my full-time job, I was able to get a position here in Richmond and, and get relocated. And, you know, it was, it was a little bit of a whirlwind, but it helped <laughs> having a lot of that stuff settled and having the support from my employer to get out here and, and moved in and settled and everything like that. So you work in Richmond. You could have lived in Chesterfield or Henrico. Correct, yeah. You're, you're in Hanover County. I, I, yeah, yeah, no, we live in Hanover County. We live just north of town, so we're okay. just, just outside the city limits. Um, and, you know, when I first moved out here, um, I was working in Richmond. I now work in Fredericksburg, which worked out, which works out compared to where I live. Um, wasn't originally part of the plan, but we spent a good two weeks, three weeks, I think. And it was, you know, it was basically our house hunting was like our full-time job. I mean, we wore out our real estate agents. Like we, I, they were <laughs> sick of us, honestly. Um, and we started in Goochland and kind of made this sweep, this arc, if you will, from Goochland kind of almost following like the 64 coming across, you know, mm-hmm. Northwest or Northwest of the city. Um, just every single house that we could look at and everybody had their checklist of the things that they wanted. And when we got here, you know, this house hit everybody hit items on everybody's checklist and we heard good things about the community, good things about the schools kind of drove through downtown Ashland. And we're like, it's like, it looks like a Norman Rockwell painting. This is great. <laughs> it's weird, right? It's, it, 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 it took like, that was the thing that caught us, especially after coming through a lot of the other communities more to the West. And, you know, you get into sort of short pump area, um, into that and, you know, kind of, uh, what else is out that way? Midlothian, whatever it is out that way. A lot of it felt like Southern California where we'd come from. It was a lot of like shopping centers and planned communities, tract houses, homeowners associations, like that's not what we wanted. And so when we got up here, it was like, we've got this great little town that looks like something I didn't even realize existed anymore. We've got a house that nails all the items on our checklist and the target is like 10 miles away. So everybody was happy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's this weird combination of, and I say weird in the in the most positive right. sense, 
Uh, it's quaint and vibrant. I, mm-hmm. I don't know of other places that are like that. It. No, it's very hard to find. You either get quaint and like at eight o'clock, everybody turns off the lights <laughs> and it looks like it's a ghost town. Right. Or you get something else, you know, and, and, and Ashland's got that, you know, you come out here on a Friday night, like, well, last night after the, after the taste of Ashland, I mean, you know, Iron Horse, it was 10 o'clock at night and Iron Horse was still rocking. I'm like, this is cool. You know, I'm good with it. And that's a Thursday night. It's not even Friday. Right. right. Tuesdays might be a little slow, but Thursday nights. Uh, and they, I'm okay with that. They, they you know, I'm up. not 25 years old anymore. I don't need to go out and party every single night. You know? That's really cool. Uh, so you guys are pretty happy. You're both working full time away yep. from 110 Thompson, but you have that going as well. Yeah. Yes. Are you, are you guys exhausted? And you have three kids. Are you yes. exhausted all the time? Yes. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of coffee. <laughs> On pretty much continuous trip, so yeah. But you guys like that. You like being super. Active. We, yeah, we. I, I think we're both of our personalities are not ones to just sit around and be idle. Um, we're we're like that everything that we do at the house in our in our businesses in our jobs. Yeah. So, so you're north of town. Are you near railroad tracks? Um, not far from the tracks. I mean, we can hear the trains from our house. We're we're um, just off the South Anna River, off a cross corner. So okay. we're, we're right up in there. It's it's we're, we're surrounded by gigantic, you know, horse farms. We are not on a gigantic horse farm, but <laughs> we, we have some really cool neighbors um, with some really cool properties. And it's, you know, it is sometimes you get up in the morning, you walk outside, it is shockingly quiet up there. And I love that. I love that um, you can just feel this almost isolation piece where you just feel... I don't want to say cut off, but you just, you know, you, there's all the distractions drop away. The the traffic and the noises and all that stuff is just gone. And you can walk outside or even inside, wake up in the morning and you don't hear anything. And it's, it's this nice sort of little Zen moment in the morning, but you can know that in a few minutes, you know, you can still be in Starbucks. So it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Uh, so when you guys are not working, what do you do? How do you spend your time? That's time with the kids so you, is probably, probably the biggest thing is if we're not engaged at work, um, then field hockey games, then we're, then we're doing games. stuff with the kids. Either it's just recreation with the kids or with their athletics and their different endeavors. Um, and then, you know, we have different projects around the house that we do, or, you know, we like to socialize with our neighbors, barbecue and have people over to swim in the pool or whatever. Um, I don't know, various, various projects around the house, which are never ending, you know, <laughs> helping my neighbor fix her old tractor right now. So just stuff, just okay. random stuff like that. That could be fun and relaxing too. It really is. I mean, I can kind of sort of like, I, one of the checklist items for the house was that I had a standalone workshop, a place that where I wasn't having to like move cars and bicycles in the garage when I wanted to do projects. And it's been great for me because I can just sort of go out there and get lost in a task and, you know, lose track of time. And it's, it's like meditation for me. It's good for your mental health. Yeah. 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 Colette, how did you guys meet? How, how did somebody from Wyoming meet somebody from <laughs> San Diego County? Well, my best friend was a year older than I was. So she actually was a probation officer and ended up in San Diego. And then it's not I because was, I was on probation. I was going to say, <laughs> was there some sort of link? For the right record. <laughs> Watch how I tell that story. No, you tell it. You tell that story exactly that way. I think that's Tom, really good. I, I think Tom's glad he's here for this. Let, one, let people draw their own conclusions. <laughs> and then once I graduated from the University of Wyoming, I um, took a job in California, Victorville, California, to be exact, um, to teach there. And on the map, it really looked like we were close to the beach. And um, Victorville's desert. <laughs> it was like 30 minutes away. We were in Barstow, and there's cactus and 
a lot of yeah, Victorville's out in the dirt. middle of nowhere. And I was wondering, like, looking at the GPS in 30 minutes, how I was going to get to the beach and the ocean. But I didn't quite have it. But anyways, long story short, Betsy was able to introduce Tom and I because they worked in the same office. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it, it worked out three kids later. Worked three kids out. later. Worked and, out great. Yeah. And an 18-year-old in Spain. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. So we were talking about that last night with some other parents of, uh, of kids that graduated with our daughter. And we're like, you know, the, the hard part of it is this is what success looks like when you're raising a kid. They leave and they go out on their own. And that's tough and it hurts and it's a challenge for you. But that's what you get for doing it right. Like yeah. If you failed, they'd still be at home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, I have two kids in college. I'm, gonna, I'm very curious what it's going to be like when they uh, graduate. Yeah, yeah, right. That's, that's the real in, independence moment, I think. <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah. I, I tell people all the time, I have three kids as well. Like our main job as parents is to help them become independent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm going to go two for three, maybe. I won't say which kids <laughs> are probably going to hang, hang around for a while. I just went too fast. That's my, that's good that's average my for baseballs, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Like, like baseball stats, I'm, I'm amazing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you, your best quality about Ashland, what is it from your perspective as business people and oh. as uh, people that live in the area? I'm going to say the community because I absolutely love the community here. We just recently had a bike-a-thon at Town Hall for one of um, one of a, well, I, the connection would be, it's our lady that sells flowers for us, and it's her nephew okay, um, who's been battling leukemia. Mm. So we um, had a bike-a-thon for him. The community all came out. The kids rode bikes. They did laps, and we raised almost $5,000 oh, for awesome. Harry um, just based on community outreach. It was amazing. So, since, I say community. Since you stole my answer, I'm going to say Origins Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met Chris Ray? Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, times. he's he's fantastic. Yeah, he's a really nice mm-hmm. guy. He's a really fairly quiet guy. Yes, totally unassuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at one point in time, could throw a baseball 98 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and and we had met him kind of before we got involved in this because some of our friends are friends with him. Okay. Um, so we met him through that sort of this indirect thing. Um, but yeah, so Chris is great. The guys that run Origins are great. I love the selection that they have over there. It's just such a nice, chill place to go hang out, either in back or in front. It's such a little find, you know, you wouldn't expect it, you know, in a place like, I don't know. It's just a nice surprise for me. But. Yeah, I think he told me that Pocahoptus is like 60% of their sales. Sure. But they have a lot of other really good beers. Right. They just haven't popped like that yeah. one particular one did. And, I, and I'm, I'm more of a let's try something new person than a I have one thing that I like right. and that's the thing I look for everywhere that I go, which is why I like that because it's always so different every time you walk in there. You know, you don't know what you're going to get when you walk in half the time, what's going to be on, Oops. what's going to be available. Um, so I really enjoy that aspect of it. Uh, are a lot of people leaving California over the last few years? I feel like, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't really kept track of the numbers, but I, I know that it's in my, my family is still there. So my dad and brother and sister still live there. So I still have a, you know, firsthand accounting of just how incredibly expensive everything keeps getting. Everything keeps getting. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to taunt my father by sending him a picture of the, get my, my gas pump when I fill up out here <laughs> and sends him into a spiral. Cause I think gas is like almost $6 a gallon out there right now. $5, $6. A it gallon. seems silly. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and it's that sort of thing, like kind of back to the, the decision that drove us out here. It's like California's, it's a fantastic place. It's absolutely gorgeous. The beaches are great. You know, you can literally ski in the morning and, and surf in the afternoon. 
but you're going to pay $300 in gas to do that. And the lift tickets that used to be affordable in $40 are now $200 mm-hmm. for a half day. And when you go to the beach, you can't find parking. And if you do find parking, it's probably going to, you're probably going to get a parking ticket because you're probably violating something. <laughs> like everything has just become such a burden to just to go do simple tasks. I'm like, it's not worth the price of admission anymore. So yeah, as a guy who grew up on the East coast and have, I've lived here my entire life. Uh, California was a place people loved to go. There was basically movement west yeah. when I was a kid, and even as a 20 and 30-something. But the last 15 years or so, yeah. it seems like it's moving the other it's way. A, it's an ebb and flow thing, I think. Um, you know, California did see a lot of people moving out there for a very long time, and, and there was booms of construction, and we saw it in the neighborhood that we lived in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there were, I think in the last few years we lived there, that town almost doubled. It, it in less than ten years. Yeah, it's just an incredible amount of growth. Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff just isn't sustainable over time. Yeah. and so you know, now it's going the other direction. But you know, I mean, there, are, California's like there. Are, California's such an interesting place because you can get such a different experience without ever leaving the state. You know, you can just driving up and down the coast, the beaches and the terrain and the climate changes so dramatically. You can have this sort of stereotypical sandy white beaches with palm trees. In Southern California, and you get up into the middle of the state or up north, and it's like these cliffs with these really dramatic waves, and it's a completely different, completely yeah. different experience. Um, or they end up in the redwood forest. Or end up in the redwood forest. <laughs> it's a giant yeah. state. Yes. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. And I, I think. Go ahead. I laugh because we're talking about so Bella goes to to Delaware, you know, and we were laughing like you could almost walk across that state, and I'm used to being in a place where you could drive for two days and still be in the same state. It's a little bit of an adjustment for me. Do you miss the San Diego weather? I like the seasons. Yeah, yes and no. Um, when it's 100 degrees here and 90% humidity, yes, you know. Um, but we appreciate we appreciate the change because you do absolutely get weather spoiled there. You you lose that sort of hey, it's a nice weekend, let's get out of the house and do something motivation because you know the next weekend is going to be nice, and so is the weekend after that, mm-hmm. right? And the weekend after that here when you have a nice weekend it's like let's let's take advantage of this let's not waste this opportunity and you know and it's it's the the, i like the season changes i like a a winter and a fall and the spring and it's it's a nice rather than just you know southern california basically has two seasons three if you count fire season (laughs) but um i i I don't miss it that much not as much as i thought i would i thought it was going to be a much harder adjustment than it's turned out to be and you still have family there so you still get back there yeah Yeah. we went back this summer You have family in Wyoming? I do. I have three older sisters, but we're all scattered. We've always been scattered. But my mom still is in Wyoming in the same house that I grew up in. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, So what are the plans for uh, 110 Thompson and Ashland Dance Academy? We'll start with you, Colette, with Ashland Dance. We're just going to continue to expand, um, welcoming new students to the building, and continue to do community outreach. Very cool. I I have to mention, how how many uh, young men or boys do you have? We actually have more this year. I just had a three-year-old start yesterday, oh, wow. um, and I have never had a three-year-old in my creative movement class, but we do have a good handful of boys, which is so nice because we really, really yeah. love love having boys at the studio. And you can count the dads from... from yes, we from. actually had 50 dads participate in recital last season. Was it intentional to have the dads? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we did a Bring Your Dad to Dance for one of our events in March, and so we had probably... I don't know, 75 dads that showed up to dance class with their daughters and we taught them a little dance routine and it just went so well that we decided to put it in the finale for the uh, recital and we ended up having 50 dads sign up. 
That's great. Yeah, it was, was it was it was honestly the favorite part of my recital. Yeah, recital, a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, well, well, you mentioned recital. Walk me through a typical recital, or maybe the re- most recent one you had. Yeah, so pa- we have it at Patrick Henry, and we actually did two shows. They were about an hour and a half each. All the students got to perform. They were in their costumes and had special hair and got to wear a little makeup, and it was just it was really special. And then we did a finale at the end with the dads and then all the kids got to come back on stage it's really cool when you say patch Henry, were you in the gym we were in the auditorium yeah they have a a separate auditorium and it's so it's redone and it's just beautiful so it was very yeah yeah, they were a great partner um with us for for pulling that off and she's sort of downplaying the absolute mountain of work that went into putting that on um and having to bring extra people in and how, how many students last recital uh, we had uh, 140 students, and then with the dads, we had 50. So we had a cast of almost 200. And the oldest one was probably 10? We had a couple girls that were 14, yeah. 15. 140, like under 10 year olds yeah, running was... around. <laughs> and you're directing. Yes. And, She's trying and... to run the stage and the backstage <laughs> and the area where you try to corral the kids and get them fed and get them in their costumes on time. And some of these kids are in multiple numbers, so they have to like come back and change costumes. And, yeah. It is a it's, it's, a it's like watching a tornado of small humans. <laughs> Where were you during the last recital? Hiding Tom? under a table. He's lying. He no, was working the I, whole thing. I was I was kind of just juggling between being being back of house at the doors, helping people get in, get hmm. seated, get their programs, and then running backstage and helping take care of things. But her and her team, like I was just in the way when I went back there, so I just kind of let her and her team manage it, and we you know kind of kept people behaving themselves and you know not record you know not holding their cell phones in front of their their neighbor's face as they're trying to record their kid that kind of thing were you exhausted by the end of it perhaps yes i was and it was both well first show sold out so that's 700 that's and a lot the of people second yeah. the second show i think we only had like 25 tickets left but i didn't really really realize it until i went out into the lobby the lobby's completely full, and then there's a line that was Wrapped wrapping around the, around the building. I was like, Tom, we just got to get these people in here, just have them flash their phones yeah. because we were scanning all the tickets. I'm like, we just got to get bodies in this building. We, was, we didn't have enough. We had so many people show up. We, we couldn't get them in the door fast enough. We didn't yeah. have enough people like processing. Or enough yeah, doors. Yeah, we were overwhelmed. <laughs> or enough doors. But it went smooth. I mean, we yeah. were making it sound like it was chaotic, but nobody else would have known all of the. Did you market it all, or was it all word of mouth? It, we, we did market it, but I mean, I mean it was all parents a, and family of the students, yeah. right? And, and so it was, but I don't, I mean, it wasn't uncommon for me to see like, you know, a parent that I recognized from the studio with six or seven extra people with them. Right. And people would come from out of town and some people got like really dressed up for it. And it was like, you know, like a night really at the special. theater or something like that. It was really cool. But. Yeah. No, that's great. How many do you do a year? We just do, uh, we just do the final recital in June. Okay. Yeah, so just one. So your your dance academy year is effectively mm-hmm. starting and ending in the summer. Yeah, thirty yep. say it's a thirty six week session. Oh, so it's does it start in the fall then? If mm-hmm. my math we is just fall? started. Okay. Yep, but this last week we just started. Um, but we take students all the way until February, and then we'll close registration down in February just so we can start working on our recital. How old is your oldest uh, male student? Like, uh, fourteen. Tap okay. a tap dancer. All right, right yeah. on. You guys know Ryan Gosling, the actor? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Star Search with Ed McMahon back in the day. His, really? His, Is that how he started? His dance team won, and he was the only boy on the team. Holy cow. Yeah. We need to track that down. We need to track that down. <laughs> I love him. I'm actually. sure that's... Fam- I'm family sure is a big Ryan Gosling yes. uh, fan. 
He's got a great sense of humor. He's obviously a very good actor. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Canadian, which a lot of people forget. I did not know that he is. I just learned all these things about Ryan Gosling today. This is great. That and Josh (laughs) Allen is... uh, is he a Wyoming native also I wonder or did he just go to the I school don't school? know I think Wyoming was the only school that actually made him an offer yeah maybe he looks like a guy who might be from that part of the world though. yeah yeah huh. yeah that's really cool all right so are you guys excited for the next few years Absolutely. we really are um, momentum's great um, and then I'm having a lot of fun I'm, I mean I'm also on the board for the downtown National Association and I'm having a lot of fun with that and just meeting and engaging with other people and being part of the community that's trying to, you know, keep improving the whole downtown Ashland um, environment for visitors and for the events and for the businesses. And so, yeah, absolutely excited. So as a, I call it DAA. I don't know DAA, why. Yeah. I don't know why I shortened it, but uh, it's easier to say. It's it's a, it's a lot faster. Sounds that's for cooler. sure. It does sound pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> as a DAA board member, uh, what, what are you guys trying to uh, accomplish this year? Or over the next couple of years? Um, so DAA is focused on their big events mostly. So next up we have Halloween is next. We're engaged with that pretty heavily. And then we have the Light Up the Track celebration night, which is when we do the tree lighting. Um, and I'm probably stealing some thunder, but there's an, the city bought an actual tree. So they've got this big, gigantic, modular tree this year. So they've taken down the flagpole. If you go look at the, 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 the park in front of Town Hall, the flagpole's gone because they're going to put up a giant tree. I didn't um, know that. And then, so that light up the track thing is, starts with the celebration, November 18th, which is the, the, the tree lighting ceremony and when they flip the switches and, 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 and activate the lights up and down the businesses, the facades along the tracks, not the actual tracks themselves. I say that because we've been asked. Um, <laughs> And then it and then it kind of it kind of kicks off a period of of events. There's every Saturday after that we have different choirs coming, so there will be walking around downtown giving performances. I think Saturdays from five to seven, and then we have the big Christmas market too, which is uh, first weekend I think in December, and that's basically from Town Hall all the way down to Thrill of the Hunt. Oh it's, wow! So. It, it's almost like train day size, but it's just vendors and booths and people selling Christmas stuff. There won't be, you know, there won't be trucks parked in the middle of, right, of, right, of 54, right. but um, it's, it's roughly the same size. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving that. Like, you know, we did the, the, the Taste of Ashland last night. I had so much fun at that event. Um, and that was, a, that was such a massive success. We, not only did we sell out, but everybody that bought a ticket showed up and we're like, we could do bigger, better, faster, you know, stronger, whatever, um, next year. So we're already talking about that. Um, you know, and then train day of course is the big events. Those are the things that I really enjoy doing. Um, but just being able to be part of the conversation with other business owners and other people that are sort of engaged in the the vibrancy of the community downtown. And these are people from the city, people on the different boards, like the, the architectural committee or the, the different planning boards downtown um, and, and hearing what's going on and what they have planning in the future. Like I, I, I like to be involved. I like to do stuff. So it, 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 it works out well for me. Well, that's awesome. It's great meeting you guys today. I think Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate the fun. opportunity. Thanks for recording with us. And yeah. uh, we're right at 31 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. okay. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Love it. Thank you. Easy. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. 
You can find us at scodopodcast.com. Thank you.